Hello, everybody. It's us, your old pals, Ben and Sam from League Indeed. We're back. Back from the dead. We had a few uh, circumstantial changes. Well, one in particular, i.e. me, getting a job, which just threw a spanner in the works. and Messed uh, up our scheduling. Yeah, but... Opportunities. I finally ironed out the schedule now, and, and uh, I said I said to uh, Sam here this afternoon, why don't we get together and do... a a nice little final special, special, and give the fans what they want. Well, because we've been copping it from everywhere. We have, haven't we? Actually, Where's out, the next league indeed? Out, I out. never thought, in my wildest dreams, I never thought that we'd be so wildly popular. There's been some pretty heavy hassling coming through on the on the um, stream too, but but I thought it was just the close acquaintances. But it turns out there's there's a few closet fans out there that have been asking. The people in the know when we were coming back, and I, yeah, I, I was a bit shocked to be honest. It doesn't yeah. seem to translate into the checks. We don't get <laughs> no. Well, I think I might start up a Patreon one day. Oh, yeah, there's that's a thing a good called idea. Patreon. Is it would anyone be interested? Text in and let us know if you're interested in giving us five of five bucks a month. Then you got to give it like, yeah, but if <laughs> if somebody gives us for five or a month, then you got to give them like extra what the kids call content. Oh, these extra days. content, do content. You? I oh. hate that word, content. Can't we just give them behind-the-scenes things, like oh, just a little sweet. video of us recording this every week? There you go, 30 seconds. A selfie each? Yeah. Signed. With a, with a sign. No, we're like holding up a bit of paper saying, <laughs> Hi, Catherine. <laughs> you are worth it. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been having all sorts, like apparently our mother's been getting bailed up in the line at Woolies and, oh, when's the boys' bloody podcast coming back? What's happened if they had a falling out? There was no falling out, it was just scheduling. It's a pretty tight circle of fans, to be honest, but oh, still, it's well, nice to feel loved, isn't it? Oh, it's yeah. lovely. Wonderful. <laughs> I don't feel like we missed much anyway in the NRL. Well, I was going to say the opposite. I think we've... <laughs> I, I was being we've... facetious. Oh, well, yeah. Jeez, we missed heaps. Yeah, well, I, I thought... I thought I started to jot down some points and I thought there's no point because we're going to miss everything. Everything. Jeez, so, it was an action-packed month or so, wasn't it? Well, what I thought was, how about we... Because we're coming into the finals and the season proper is now done and dusted, why don't we just do a, a, a little run up the ladder and do a little report card? Oh, yeah. For each team. What do yeah, you think about yeah. that? Good. All nice. right. Well, no time like the present. Let's get going. So the Spooners, of course, for 2022, was uh, Madges, well, not Madges anymore, Noddy's West Tigers coming in 16th on 10 points with, uh, what's that, five, four, five four, No, four wins because you've got a buy in there. Oh, you're right. So, yeah, so these it's very flattering. Four wins, Ten. 20 losses with a points differential of minus 327. What do you say? Well, wow. they sacked their coach halfway through the year and it didn't make any difference. Oh, what, yeah. was Noddy's, what was Noddy's um, record? I think he was about seven from seven from eight. He lost or something, didn't he? He won. I think he won two games or maybe one, but Madge won. Mm. No, you're right. Madge won, Madge won two and Noddy won two, I think. Right. Or maybe it's three and one. I don't know. Anyway, it didn't make much difference, did it? And if you saw the footage on the weekend from the Raiders game, uh, I think there was one particular shot 
up in the box that just sums up the West Tigers to an absolute T. Can you do you know what I'm talking about? No. That really? Lee Hadjipentelis or whatever his oh, name was is. Oh, was he in the box? Was he, he was in the box oh, and he no. was wearing this giant big black, like, wasn't a cowboy hat, but you know, one of those ones like a like an evil lawyer in a movie wears or something. Oh. Remember when? Um, remember in Seinfeld when <laughs> when Larry Larry David oh, was, yeah. he was was wearing the cape and yeah, the hat. was Frank Costanza's lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> so he, he, looked like yeah, he looked like that. He looked like a complete fuckwit. And I thought, well, there's your tigers summed up in one picture. Why standing is he in up in the there. box? I don't know. Just standing there like with this giant. Like, you know, obviously showing off how much money he's got. Had the big black overcoat on and the big black hat. And I thought, what are you doing, you dickhead? It's rugby league. Can you imagine him walking through Leichhardt with that get up on hmm. after the year they've had and the spanking they got off the Raiders? If I was a West Tigers fan and I saw him walking through there, I'd throw a pie at his face or something. Well, they just they had nothing on the weekend. Oh, they had nothing for weeks. Well, that board is an absolute... Disgrace. Well, they're going to have to do something. They're going to have to have a mass clear out. Who's even coaching? Oh, so next year they've got Sheenzy. So Sheenzy going to And Benji. In. And Benji. Benji's the understudy for when he takes over, a la Wayne up at the Dolphins. Wayne's only doing one year and then he's handing the reins on to old mate. And so, what, it's a similar situation with Benji and Tim? Apparently so. But where have those two been? Well, you'd think that, yeah. What, well, I don't know, and it's pretty hard on Noddy saying, here you go, he's exactly. a busted wreck of a footy team, and so he's gone from coaching. Like, he, he's never going to hire him. Who's going to hire him? Nobody. Well, I want to know where he would But he would have known going in. But then again, some of these blokes are pretty optimistic, aren't they? And they genuinely believe that they can make a difference, don't they? Or well, else you wouldn't thinking, do it. Well, I was thinking that too. If you're Noddy and somebody goes, he's a busted club, see, see how you go, why wouldn't you take it on? He's an oh. aspiring coach. So I'd, I'd do the same thing. I yeah, think for I'd, sure. you'd back yourself. So, and to me, that says more about Noddy than all, like the losing record. Exactly. Yeah. Like that he's like willing that he's to get in goer. and have a go. Yeah. Yeah. That he's a goer. So maybe it will like hold him in good stead. I think Noddy's come up in my estima- estimations, but I love Benji Marshall, but I don't love what he's been. He quit his job on Fox Sports halfway through the year to go to the Tiger to, to be the understudy, like you said. But if he's going to quit his job halfway through the year to go to a club, why not do something? Get out in front of the, in front of the, like you know, get out to the fans and say yeah, we're going through a rough patch, but Sheenzy and I are on board next year and everything's going to get fixed. But he's just been completely silent. Nobody's seen the bloke anyway. Well, maybe what's he been the, doing? Well, maybe behind the scenes, maybe we're not privy to everything he is doing there. But if he well, is doing something there, then it's not working exactly. because it was just horrible football oh, on the weekend. Poor but. old Tigers. I, I've always had a soft spot for <laughs> yeah, him, yeah, and I, I, I can't see a way out for him. I really can't because no, they've not got with no their roster. No, well they've got what's the name coming. Um, Papali'i from the Eels, Eels who's who made, who's, doesn't want to go. Yeah, who's been trying every which way to get out of that contract, but the Tigers have said, well, if you want to get out, then you'll be playing reserve grade for three years. And then who's the other one? I don't Marnie? know. Well, they let go of... Um, oh, no, Marnie's going the dogs. Well, they let go of Garner, who was probably their favourite, their just best player say. on the weekend. Oh. And they let go of Jock Madden as well. So... Uh, they even got a team. I can't even. Jimmy the Jets retired. He's retired, oh. but he was doing nothing. And oh, well, geez, I thought he was problems. playing really Tamo's, well. Tamo's retired. Yeah. He's gone. Like they got, yeah, they just got nothing. They let go of um, Leilua halfway through the year. 
I, I can't understand how they're going to be competitive for Mess. years. Anyway, what, uh, what 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 do we go down to on the report oh, card? I suppose F. A B C D F. Yeah, yeah, they're an F minus. Minus. Fifteenth, uh, the Warriors, fourteen points, six wins, eighteen losses, minus two hundred and ninety-two. Well, I read somewhere today they've got something like ten, fifteen players or something that are all going. Or that have already gone, and then you know they've let go of a whole bunch of others, and so we all know about um, about um, Chanel going on a gap, couple of years, and um, and Reese Walsh going to the Broncos, and we know about Lodge has already gone. We know about who else went mid mid season. Uh, oh, one of the wingers, Momalo, was it? Oh, well, no, he yeah, he went but, to the Tigers. Yeah, and so there's been a heap of them that have been going out of the Warriors, but there's a heap more. They let go of Jack Murchie. Yeah, they're so, a, well, they're very similar to the Tigers, aren't they? Sack their coach, get in a caretaker who's done no better than the the previous. So they got Stacey Jones in to take over as caretaker, but who's who's doing the job next year? I don't even know. See, I don't even know that. Is it Brown? No, Brownie got sacked, didn't he? Or yeah. he left. Yeah. So, oh God, I, I should know that, but I don't. Well, I don't know if if they announced anything. There doesn't seem to be the big hubbub that there was about Canterbury and about the Tigers, uh, the Warriors, who, of course, like you said, sacked their coach as well. And everyone was expecting too much from them. Probably going back home, going back to Mount Smart and playing their games there, and they were saying that they miss their family and blah blah blah. But I don't think it made any difference. Or, or actually, it might have. They might have won a couple at Mount, at Mount Smart, but similar to the Tigers, though. Like you'd, you'd, you'd think with a caretaker coach, they do something different. But worst defense in the comp, the Warriors, uh, seven hundred points conceded. Whoa. 700. Jeez. 700 divided by 24 equals 29.16 points Jeez. per game. Isn't that bad? That's horrible. Poor old was. There's another team I've got a soft spot for. Soft spot in the head. Uh, 14th is the Knights on the same points, 14, 6 wins, 18 losses, but with a, a little bit better for and against, 292 points better than the Warriors, which puts them above. Uh, but their defence is 38, be- 38 points better than the Warriors, which isn't saying much over 22 games, uh, 24 yeah, games. Yeah, so but instead of them leaking, or well, not leaking, but instead <clears throat> of them giving up 31 points a game, might be 29.2. <laughs> well, did you watch them on the weekend? I watched them on the weekend. They were competitive in the first half. I don't know what O'Brien says to them in the second half, but they come out and they just fold. Well, it's been the same all year with them, I think. There's been a couple of games this year where they've got blown away right from the outset, but to me they've looked competitive pretty much for, the, like you say, the first 20, 30 minutes. And then they just fall in a heap, and oh, it's got to be fitness, doesn't it? Well, or, or is it a mental issue where you know, know as soon as things start going against you, you just you hang the head like West did on the weekend? Is that and that to me is a coaching problem? Like, yeah. Uh, but we've we've spoken, you know, uh, before we went off air, <laughs> before our hiatus, we <laughs> if spoke. You can at, remember back that far, we did have a few things to say about Adam O'Brien, but and spoke at length about but, um, the bloke. I don't know. They must be getting in the sheds and going, oh, geez, here's his bloody downer again, and then going out and folding. So, well, they've got. We we saw the the problems that they've got with their with their senior, or not necessarily senior in the true sense of the word, but the highest paid players, the so called leaders and stars of the club out in toilets not even watching their own team. Mm, yeah, injured. But with little glasses of bourbon in the 
Yeah, injured and or and or suspect. Well, well, and the Knights didn't give no. Well, so Kalen Ponga we're talking about and um and Kurt Man, Kurt Man, and so. Kalen Ponga was out. He's been out. He he was ruled out for the entire season oh, because concussion. of concussion. Yeah. And so technically he wasn't. It's not like he's recovering from an injury. But still, like I, I don't think they threw the book at him at all. I think they said, no, no, there's no case to answer here because his old man came out and said, oh, he had a few beers because he was celebrating buying another house. Yeah, and he got <laughs> and he vomited. Like just tell the truth. They're in there on the bags. They're incapable of telling the no, truth. They are. They are. But can and you no, imagine? I didn't expect it from Kalen. I expected it from those other bullfeds and everything. And, and unless these bloody Matt Nable puff pieces on him have lied to me. Well, you. That, you well, I thought that wasn't his go. You hinted at this, not, not this scenario, but the effect that this kind of thing has on teams earlier in the year when you, 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 I can't remember who it was about. But if you're a Newcastle Knight on 120 grand and you. And you're out there busting your guts, getting flogged against some team. And then the next day you read that your captain and highest paid players in the toilets with Kurt Mann, not even watching, not even bothering to watch the game that you're out there. Can you imagine that the effect that that has on the morale around the place? You'd just be filthy with the bloke. I would. I don't care how good he is. But wouldn't you think, oh, okay, well, they might throw the book at this kid and and it'll bring him back down to earth, like if you're one of the players, and then nothing, silence. Like They're like, oh, no, he's fine. Like, what are you doing in the toilets? There's only two things you could be doing in the toilets with another bloke, maybe three things. You'd be crossing (laughs) swords. Crossing swords and there's, Sword no, there's no evidence that there wasn't any available st- stalls. I'd go so far as to say as there wasn't, there was the, the whole thing was available, or else they wouldn't have snuck in there because it's not like no one in Newcastle knows bloody Caelan Ponga. So they're in there sword fighting, I don't think. No, no sword fight. They're in there bloody you may, well, doing lines of drugs. Well, they're the two they're off, <laughs> off the bloody filthy lip of the toilet, or do they do it off the cistern? How do they do it, these blokes? I've never done drugs. How do they do it? They bloody line it up on the little on the bit there where your bloody tossle touches. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, it's unhygienic. If anything, like base you, level, it's unhygienic. Or you sprinkle it on the water, oh. and then. <laughs> And then you get, <laughs> and then you vape you know, it up, do you? What do you yeah. set fire to it? Yeah, you are. Uh, um, <laughs> or you know when you put, <laughs> you know when you get a teaspoon of cocoa, oh yeah, and like or Milo or Milo, something, yeah. and you dunk it in your in your milk or whatever, yeah, and, and then if dry. you pull it out, yeah, yeah it'll it go dry. dry. If you knock the crust off it, yeah, well, it that's what you do dry. with drugs oh, in it? the toilet water, though. Right. So that's two things they could have been doing. The other thing that hasn't been mentioned anywhere, but we'll mention it here because. We're a hard-hitting, real public podcast. Hydrophobic. That's what drugs are. Right. Sorry. As you were. Uh, um, is they were having a tryst. Is there any news of them actually having a relationship in the toilet? Well, you've always had your suspicions uh, uh, about Kaylin. Uh, and, uh, uh, I've said it all along. Good with colours. Jumps puddles. <laughs> I've said it all along, and and I think it's wonderful oh. if he is. I, like, I think it's wonderful. I think he could be a bit more bloody romantic than being like bloody <clears throat> Dylan Brown and having a bloody tryst in a filthy bloody toilet. It wasn't even a nice toilet. You go to Crown Towers or something, you probably some nice toilets around there somewhere. Well, but I don't know. They were. The ones in the Pearl Room at Crown don't even have a cistern. 
So oh, there you, you, well, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Well, that that's your so, hydro, hydrophobic drugs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they're they're in a world of trouble. I can't see them getting out of their current predicament either. And speaking of current predicaments that are seemingly inescapable, the Titans equal second last on fourteen points, six wins, eighteen losses. With well, a, they only scraped. They only scraped off the wooden spoon by last game, didn't they? No, no, they're four points ahead of West. Oh, okay, so two two wins. Now, yeah, two, uh, minus 205, so they're oh, 85 points better than the Knights. So I, the Titans, to me, look like, I think they're on the up. Uh, you know, Well, we had grave concerns, didn't we, earlier in the year? about how bad they were and all you know they've got quite a good team on paper but i think just the last four or five rounds it looked to me like they were starting to play for justin holbrook like they don't want him to go whereas the others those last three clubs i think you know they couldn't give a shit who their coach is or anything but the titans to me seemed like they were fighting a little bit for justin because he his his Job was pretty much on the line there for well, pretty much the whole season, right? Because they made everybody forgets they made the finals last week, last year. Yeah, they only and just almost beat out. the Roosters in the first yeah, week by one pass. So Philip Sammy or whoever it was, it Patrick so, Herbert or whatever. Yeah, it's been a disappointing year for them, but I think I think Justin survives, and I think they get better next year, maybe. Well, they've got Tana. I think Tana. What Tana Boyd? Boyd. Tana Boyd has made a bit of a difference. Like, they seem to have a bit of stability there. Well, for some reason, I thought Tana Boyd was 36. But he's he's 22 or something like that. He's the same age as Fafita. Yeah, crazy. They went to school together. um, For some reason, I must be thinking of another bloke. He was never a mainstay in that side, was he? He was always kind of in and out. But it looks like they're going with him and and good on him. Like, like just pick and stick, I I think. And they they might do better next year. And... Um, oh, hang on. sorry. Just just while I think of it, speaking of the Knights, you know they've signed for next year as of today. Who? Tyson Gamble. Oh, from the Broncos. They've yeah, lo- no, they've I knew lost, about that. They lost Milford, obviously, to, yeah, the, Dolphins, to the Dolphins, which isn't going to make a scrap of difference to how they play because he's hopeless. Mm-hmm. But why would you sign a bloke like Tyson Gamble? Well, he's a little wide hand as well. He was there undermining Kevy on the weekend. Oh, that's a bad signing. Anyway, sorry, keep going about the Titans. I just had to mention it. While oh, I no, I haven't got much to say about the Titans. But, yeah, well, I think they're on the They underachieved. They, they definitely underachieved. I don't know what went wrong. Well, I do know what went wrong. It's the same thing I've been saying all the time you can't pay a bloke at 1.2 million dollars that doesn't perform you can't pay a bloke that anyway i reckon you know what my thoughts about all of this south sir anyway bulldogs uh came in let's see what in 12th position with 16 points that's a seven win 17 loss record minus 192 points differential (laughs) when you put it like that i thought oh the bulldogs weren't too bad this year but then they lost 17 games that's a lot of games to lose they were bad for a long time but then they were good when mick potter first took over see everybody's kind of forgotten the baz era haven't they yeah well geez you're just out of can you remember how bad they they were for the first half of the season oh horrible Horrible football side. The worst. But then and no Potsy. stability, no chopping and changing every week. Mm, and oh yeah, and the whole flan flano drama and all that stuff and 
and oh, and Baz won that one game and was nearly crying on the sidelines, oh, and everybody yeah, felt good for him. Phil Gould took over the training session. Oh, Jeez, that's all right. of that stuff. Yeah. All of that stuff. There was none of that kind of drama under Mick Potter, was there? It's been a long year, hasn't it? But what are they going to do next year? Now they got Seraldo, so. What are they expected to make the top four now? Or like, what, or is it a rebuilding phase? Like, what, what do they do? Because I can't see them doing any good next year either. They've lost Marshall King. They've lost um, what's his name? That Thompson kid's gone back to England. Yeah, but he was terrible. I thought he was. Well, and he, on well he's on eight hundred grand yeah. a year or something stupid like that. So they massive should be able money. to buy some players. Well, else, they have. They, they bought Reed yeah, Marnie. They've got uh, right. That's right. Viliami. I've forgotten because this was all under Baz, wasn't it? They got Viliami and and. That was all under Baz's watch. Someone else big's going there. Who's that? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I give them. I give the dogs a C. I gave the Titans a D, by D- the way, and D. the Knights and the Warriors both get F, but not F minus. That's reserved for the ti- yeah, Tigers. Tigers because the Tigers just didn't put in. <sighs> it was a wild season from them. <laughs> uh, the Sea Eagles. Finished well, 11th with 20 points, which seems strange to me because I thought they went way worse than that. But they won nine games, lost 15 for a minus 105 differential. They're in all sorts at the moment. Well, I reckon these these blokes are the ones that are they're in the biggest pile of shit. Well, I read, comp, to, I, reckon. I, I read today that the Fultons, well, Bob Fulton's running that club from beyond the grave. <laughs> Where'd you get that mail from? I read it on Twitter. Well, here's how it goes, right? So right. Scott, Scott Scott Penn, Penn. is the owner, yep. uh, who I think might have been involved in a tryst with Bob. Well, I'm not. I'm just you know I'm just throwing it out there. But a big fan of Bob. I don't know why anyone would be a big fan of Bob, but that's beside the point. Anyway, so Bob's kids are heavily involved with the club. Under Scott Penn's direction, the owner of the club. So who's he? Scott Fulton? Is that there's the- Scott, there's bloody Brad, there's oh, Brett, there's all kinds of Fultons involved in it, and, right. a, and one of the daughters as well. Anyway, that they uh, they apparently want to uh, live out Bob's dying wish of Josh. Is it Josh Schuster? Who's that hopeless yeah, fat yeah. kid they've got playing for? Schuster, the Schuster. Two, the five eight. Yeah, Bob wanted him. To be captain of that club and to so apparently Des isn't a big fan of Josh because who would be because he's useless. He's the no look pass kid, right? And yeah. he's also the no look catch kid. Yeah, because geez, he drops a lot of ball. <laughs> and so Bob <laughs> wanted really. So what is, what was the connection there? I don't know, but that's what I read anyway. And apparently wow. it's all a hundred percent. But then so Des Hasler apparently runs the entire club. He's in charge of the football department, the the recruitment. The He's just got his little hands all over over everything. Scott Penn doesn't want that anymore. He wants Des to take a step back from all the extracurricular stuff, or not extracurricular, but, you know, all of the uh, bits and bobs that other teams have different people yeah, for that yeah. Des just runs all himself. Says, Des, you just be a coach. Des doesn't want a bar of it and apparently is going to quit by the end of the week. Right. And, and and as everybody says, there's no more no no one more manly or more seagly than Des Hasler. Yeah. And that would just throw a massive cat amongst the pigeons because a lot of those players love Des. But then you've got the whole bloody pride jersey saga that split the club in two that Des has obviously taken one side over with the the Cherry Evans faction. 
and the other factions turned against them, and then there's the Cherry Evans versus Trebojevic bloody Oh, feud. that's the most intriguing oh, one, where Cherry it? was allowed to have his own quarters in um, COVID <laughs> lockdown, and everyone didn't like that. Now, this is, yeah, this, I, I could dedicate a whole couple of hours to this, because that, this, to me, is fascinating. Oh, Cherry, yeah. Cherry Evans and, and Tom, Tom slash Jake, let's just call them Turbos. Turbos. Because they're very similar people, even though Jake's a way bigger dickhead. <laughs> but they're such different people, aren't they? Who? Cher- <laughs> Cherry and the Turbos. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. And so you can see where the friction is and where, how, how Cherry... Well, Cherry Evans would rub anyone the wrong way, I reckon, just, to, just because of his mannerisms. And, but to me, he... At least he's a good player. Exactly, and he's a, he's a great player he's and a, he's a great captain. He, well, look at what he can do with a footy team that... That's good. Like with Queensland. Exactly. Look at what he does with Queensland. Same as maybe Ben Hunt, what he does with Queensland. Like, look what these blokes well, can do. The poise, the, the poison, and the, like, obviously their season went to shit. But the the maturity and the grace that he showed through that whole fiasco, he didn't. He's a wonderful leader. Oh, isn't he what? Like, and I know what's happening is turbos, either one, let's call them turbos, are gunning for the captaincy. It's, pl- it's oh, plain to see. Absolutely, Jake is. It's plain yeah. to see that Jake has got his nose out of joint because Cherry's got a bloody, he's a bit of a toff. And what are these blokes trying to trying to put themselves off as working class bloody? I don't think I don't think Cherry Evans is a toff. I think he's just <laughs> intelligent. Like, he'll... Well, he's very articulate for yeah, a Yeah, whereas, the, did you see Jake? Oh, Turbo he's, yeah, the... there's something wrong with that kid. He, he is like... absolutely putting that on. They interviewed him after some, or before something the other day after that, that game. It was half time or something like that before they were about to go on. It was like he was putting on a, a pantomime or something. Yeah, he's Fucking outright. He is, he's ridiculous. I mean, he's a, he's a reasonable footy player. I'm not going to go as far to call him... The kangaroo lock, like most people would. I think no, he's he's reasonable. But footy Jesus player. Christ, like, <laughs> there is something wrong oh, with him. But yeah, I reckon he's definitely gunning for the captaincy. What's the big deal? What? What? What's the big deal? Who cares if you're captain or not? Because like, oh, everybody like, see that they, they believe they're get more press, money? Those boys, everybody in everybody in the press goes, "Oh, those turbo boys, they're just manly, manly through and through, born and bred." But, but they're, they're not, though. That's not going to get like, him in. Well, they well, are. Well, they are, but so is Cherry Evans. You know, like, no one ever speaks of Cherry Evans like that. No, well, he's but, a but Queenslander. He, yeah, but he knocked back the Titans, whatever, a few years he, ago he for all the... <laughs> well, he backflipped, yeah, to stay with Manly, and albeit on, like, ridiculous money, but, yeah, they're a basket case. And then you got the bloody Manly 7. Yeah, that will... Well, and that, you know, like, what? so they don't mind playing... With one those of, guys, and one of them bloody sticking up for his mate. Did you see one of them's got six one five zero or whatever tattooed on his legs? They're that proud of where they come from that they'll bloody that they'll bloody stick up for a bloke that stabbed someone in the back with a bloody steak knife. Well, one of one of the manly seven was of course Josh Schuster, Sugars Schuster, Schuster, which, is, which speaks just tells you everything you need to know. Anyway, yeah. I give him a D, and he's not even a good player. Like but, like that. Oh, he is a horrible player. Well, he he, he told, di- didn't he tell whoever that, he's eligible for that he didn't want to play in the World Cup because yeah. he's going to train for six months to get good? <laughs> get, oh, with get something for crazy like that, and bloody hell, why would you want? Yeah, well, they, like, they've they've sent Kieran Foran packing yeah. and put all their eggs in the sugars basket. Well, and Jesus. that's who's going to the Titans. Yeah, 
Kieran Foran is because he can use that experience. And so they, they haven't leveraged off any of Kieran Foran's experience. And he's been playing great. He's been one of their best players. And he seems like a good fella too. Oh, terrific fella. And he is a toff. Rich he's old man like. that he owns Walmart <laughs> or whatever it is. And so, like, it, like but... He's uh, a CEO. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I, give, anyway, I give the yeah. I give the Sea Eagles a well. I hope Desi does quit. I hope he does. He doesn't deserve all of that mess. And Bob well, I think, Fulton, I think I think Des has been half the problem. Whenever they've gone back, because you know what he's like. He's he's fucking he he's insane. Is he there's, too stubborn? No, there's something wrong with him. He's oh, got brain yeah. damage. Yeah, damage. Yeah, makes a good point for these ex players not being coaches. Oh, here's something else. <laughs> 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 anyway, Dragons finished tenth on twenty six points, uh, twelve wins, twelve losses, which ordinarily would be enough to get you into the finals because mm. the, the Titans got there last year winning uh, yeah, less games, less than, games they, yeah. than they lost. So yeah. uh, anyway, the Dragons had, I think, uh, after after the barbecue fiasco mm-hmm. and the From players the that they, they lost, and considering they've got a complete lunatic as a coach, I think they did pretty well, but. All on the back of one player, Ben Hunt. Well, the surprising thing out of all of this is that Ben Hunt's a real hook man. He won't go anywhere without a hook. Is that right? That, yeah, because they were floating him as being, you know, going off somewhere else. And of course, he's on ridiculous money as well. But what? But you know, like Daily Cherry Evans probably deserves well, so it. Why did Hook only offer him seven hundred to keep him next year then, and and made Ben Hunt go exploring well, other options? He knows. He knows that Ben oh, won't go anywhere him. without him, a la Darius and bloody D- Wayne. Well, that's weird. Yeah, very strange, because I would have thought that Hook wouldn't have been a Ben Hunt kind of guy, but apparently they're thick as thieves. That's really weird. It's wild. And so he's thrown... Well, who was interested in him? The Dolphins, I suppose. Oh, who've it, still got $1.5 million to spend somehow. Heaps of people were. Mm. Teams, I mean. And people. Yeah. Uh, minus 100, the pretty good forward against for a team that finished 10th. Um, and like I said, they probably got some good players. Like, I don't know about this Simone kid, but you know, he, he bloody tore the Raiders up a few weeks ago and he seems to go okay. So Their Achilles here was their away record. They won, oh. nine, they won nine at home, but wow. lost nine away. Nine oh. and three at home, three and nine away, uh, which... Seems that not doesn't really make sense because they don't really have a solid home ground, do they? No, they're, they're all over the place and they never really have to travel that far around the 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 Sydney region. But no, I'm not they... going to look up where they lost games and all that. But no, um, but um, unless they play good at that Wind Jubilee Stadium right on the beach, there maybe they love the beach. They lost a lot of games they shouldn't have though. Yeah, yeah, they probably should have done better. Uh, they got a good side. Yeah, I give them a, I give them a, oh, C. C. No, but B, B minus. <laughs> uh, ninth was the to round out the bottom eight was the poor old hapless Broncos oh, on twenty eight points. Jeez, uh, with a record of thirteen wins, eleven losses, which absolutely should have got them into the finals. Minus thirty six differential. Uh, which turned out not to be the difference in the end, but for a while it looked like it was going to be. But, man, didn't they fall off a cliff? Oh, I was telling, I was spruiking around telling everybody that had listened. I told you that had happened on the weekend. I knew it. I, I should have, if I had $1,000 to bet with, I would have bet $1,000 on them losing that game, and don't, they did. Don't tell me you saw it coming like five weeks ago, though, when they were still in the top four. Well, if you go through the group chat, 
I'm on record as saying the Broncos are going to slide out of the eight and the Raiders will go in. I, I said it. I, yeah, but not after four. Not, not, it, it was, not when it was they were in the ago. top four. It, it was. It was weeks ago. It was when they were in the top four. You, I'm going to go. I'm going to look it up. Don't make me research we, it. We'll do it because it was weeks ago. <laughs> and um, I could see it happening. I could see him sliding. But why? Where did it all come? Where did it all go wrong? They're too young. Oh. They're too inexperienced. I think these fellas, and and it, all, it went to their heads. The general consensus is that they just came out too hot. Well, they didn't come out too hot because they lost a lot of games, but then they went on that big run, yeah, big run. in the middle. And people have been saying that is redlined for too long, and that might, you know, that yeah. might go along with your point of them being young and like Parramatta. They kind of did a Parramatta this year. You know how Parramatta always used to do that. Like, um, but reports, of course, of the like you said about Tyson Gamble before, and 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 his comments on Kevy's coaching and how he doesn't even listen to him, and he goes and sees Renault and. Renault's the real coach and blah, blah, blah. But uh, there, were, there was a report last week or the week before about some players not being happy with Kev's little explosion after they got um, – how the season was on the line. Not this game just gone, but the one yeah, before. And he gave him up. a rocket. And <laughs> Jesus, he was cranky. Oh, I love seeing that, that stuff. Was a they deserved every single oh. word of that. And But somebody said the the – the line goes that you've only got so many blow-ups per year before the players just go, fuck it, I'm out. Yeah. And maybe maybe Kevy had too many. Is he a blow-up every game kind of bloke? No, because he blew up on the weekend as well when they lost to the Saints. He wasn't happy either. But no, Well, that was the one that, yeah, I was no, talking about. No, it was about. the one before that, oh. he, that he really, and there was that beautiful plate of food behind him and... <laughs> it was that, that half-eaten sausage roll. It was a love, oh, jeez, it was a delicious-looking 600-mil bottle of Coke behind him, and he was absolutely giving it to his players, and all I could look at is, what's on that plate? What's on that <laughs> little plate It just goes to show how much, it, how much it meant to him when he didn't even care about the bottle of Coke. <laughs> oh, I'd say he probably sat down, had a real big swig of that, like a real angry kind of swig of his Coke, but... Well, someone was saying that if that was a workplace, like say if that was Harvey Norman and they were having a group meeting or something like that out the back in the warehouse and the <sighs> store manager got up and started screaming and carrying on, then then they'd be within their rights to actually not be happy. And so I suppose if you look at it that way, they're, in, they're, they're employees of the Broncos and they can't have the manager, a.k.a. boss, oh, screaming at them. That's a good point in these modern times. Well, yeah. you know what? My workplace is absolutely chock full of hopeless blokes and the boss shouted us all a coffee from the coffee van this morning so maybe that's what kev's got to do oh he's like yeah like um the uh velvet glove yeah, the velvet glove over the iron fist <laughs> kev took the velvet glove off and smashed everyone and and he sent around a survey yesterday asking us what we wanted for breakfast on friday morning so maybe Kev's got to work a bit of that into it. Like he, he, oh, yeah. There was three, uh, pancakes, Subway or sausage sizzle for breakfast. Jesus. What the hell? Maybe Kev's well, got I, a... Well, there was a survey at Manly. But about, what do these footballers want for? They don't want for anything. They get free Gatorade. There's obviously bloody pies and Cokes and stuff after the game. What well, do they want for? Maybe they want it more personalised. Like, a, like, what do you mm. want? What do you want after your game, Selwyn? Do you want a, oh. do you want a Coke or a Fanta? And then you go around to every single player along the line. You say, uh, 
Come Does in. Kev have to do this himself or do they got a guy for that? Absolutely, a Kevin. Lady, no, lady absolutely Kevin has to do it himself to show that he cares. Oh, right. So he'll go up to Payne Haas and say, Payne, you didn't play very good today, mate, but listen, do you want blue Gatorade or red Gatorade? Yeah, and can I put a bit of money in your mum's account? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What's that for? Is his there, is there something jail. I don't know about? His mum's in jail. Oh, well, shit. I shouldn't be making jokes about people's mum's in jail, but Jesus Christ, you don't let that go. Oh, you weak bastard. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, that's the, that's the weakest joke that's ever been told on League Indeed. I apologise to our more sensitive listeners about <laughs> Can well, I, he's asking her what makes people tick. Can I, can I get it? Can I get her a cake with a file in the middle of it? Pain. <laughs> he's the same bloke that's got his brother in his coffin in his house or something. That's oh, another that's thing right. really he's a weird kid, and, isn't he? Oh, what do you do with these blokes? Like, what, what do you say? Like, you give them an option of Subway pancakes or sausages, like, and then you'll get someone saying, "Oh, well, I don't want any of them." That's I want it. bloody an ice cream from the Mr. Whippy van. Well, they're bloody millennials, aren't they? Well, not even millennials anymore. They're Gen Zs. Yeah, some well, of, that's some the of these thing. These bloody, some of these millennials are wonderful kids. Real switched on. I don't know what Kev does next year. And, and here's me trumpeting ben, Benny Eichen all, all year about this is the re- he's the reason that they're on the up. But, I've, you know, if, you've got to, if you want to take the take the uh, bouquets, you've got to take the brick bats as well. So I'm sorry, Benny. It's a brick oh, bat for you. So where do they finish? With a B minus as well? I think, I think they've worse. got to finish lower than the Dragons. I think they're going to get a C. Well, they got more talent and they got bloody Renault. They got Renault. Well, there you go. And, well, and, some other, and besides him, some bloody handy players. Corey yeah. Oates, not well, the least well, of them. Okay, well, let's talk about Tamara Martin. And, and so they're letting him go, and they brought Tessie <clears> New back into the side. And I, like, he was very hardly done by. So is that what the problem is? Is there bloody... Tamore. Tamore. Martin is off to the Warriors. So And they're bringing in Reese Walsh for God knows how much money. and like it's That's a big mistake. A they shouldn't huge have let, mistake. They shouldn't have let Martin go because he is a gun, that kid. Real good player. And so, what are they doing? Tessie News, hopeless. I agree with that. But, yeah, bringing in Reese Walsh. Did you see him carrying on on the weekend on the sideline? <sighs> wanted to go back out after he'd done nothing. The whole Oh, man. That kid, when he came in, I thought, man, he's... He could have been anything. But he reminds me a lot of Ponga. And I, Ponga, I've never... He's always been on the nose to me. He's always had that smarmy kind of yeah, attitude. You did mention that. I did, didn't I? Thank you. And, and that, that's you been realised now. That. And, and seen they both love drugs. Yeah, and Reese is going down well, the same sort of... And... That's if you believe that Kalen was on the drugs, which I don't. No. He was trysting the night away. Anyway, that's the uh, bottom eight carded up. Uh, we'll get into the top eight after this brief message from our wonderful musical sponsor, Elvis Costello. And lately I've been turning every day But the wine don't take effect the way it used to And I'm hurting it in all familiar ways I the bottle left me down Just, uh, Before we go any further, as we go to air, which is Tuesday night here in Perth 
I'm just reading some of the Rugby League headlines. Wonderful Rugby League headlines. South Sydney star Latrell Mitchell has voiced his disappointment with what he perceived as excessive booing by Roosters fans. We'll get to that. Excessive booing. And the Roosters have sworn off alcohol. They've sworn off it. They haven't just stopped drinking. They've sworn off it. (sighs) Yeah, we'll we'll get to all that. I've read all those headlines. Sizzling headlines. Um, top eight, 2022. Your top eight for 2022. Oh, what a wonderful. Season. Have you seen the Have you seen the pump up or the the sizzle reel for the? Is that what they call it? The sizzle reel for the yeah. finals on Fox Sports with yeah. Matt Nable and the butterfly effect. Or no, um, Parkway uh, Drive. The, Bron- the Broncos are in it, so they've obviously done it when the Broncos were in the. Top well, they four. would have hedged their bets. And then there's a bloody shot of the Raiders getting smashed over the sideline by the storm. Uh, what do you think of Parkway Drive's effort? Oh, I don't know. Well, that stuff sounds the same to me. I don't mind Parkway. I watched the documentary. You watched the doco, yeah. but they've um, they haven't they like taken nice a fellas. haven't they taken a break? Oh, or probably. is that Twelve Foot Ninja? I don't know. They're all the same to me. All well, they're not shows. taking a break with Matty Nabel out in the middle of the the footy field with the fireworks. Oh. That that song sounds like. They heard Stairway to Heaven for the first time and thought, that's a good riff, oh. and then did that at the start, and then they heard one by Metallica, and they thought, that's another good riff, let's do a variation on that. Oh. Hmm. oh yeah, sorry, I didn't pay much attention to the uh, to the music. Are they going to be playing their grand final? Probably. I just read that the AFL have got G-Flip. G-Flip? Yeah, that's that girl. that She plays drums and that. Hmm. Don't know any of her stuff either. Uh, so Raiders came in eight just by the skin of their hairy teeth, <laughs> uh, with 14 wins, 10 losses, uh, points differential of 63, which separated them from the Rabbitohs in seventh, uh, half the, the difference there, but they made it up in the last two games, didn't they? Or else their differential was probably going to go into the negative. Well, it was negative for a long time. Well, most <clears throat> of the season and the, they were second last. Yeah. After that run of... What did they have? Six losses or something in a row at the start of the year. Yeah, well, what blew my mind is they had, they won seven from their last eight. Can I couldn't... You, well, that's, can, a, that's my main point out of the, the Raiders. I couldn't believe it. I can't... I, Does anyone even remember them winning that many? No, because they've been shit. Oh, they've been a, terrible the whole entire year, but they've somehow won these games. That, but they've also they've lost also games. They've also lost games they, they shouldn't should have lost. They should not have absolutely I know. Have they lost. could have finished in the top four going on this because there was probably at least three games that they threw away. Well, they're only six points behind the Cowboys who finished third. There yeah. was at least three games that they lost that they absolutely should have won. And weren't they... But they did win some games that they should not yeah, have won. Probably, shouldn't yeah. have won. Like one against Newcastle and one against Cronulla where they won... Last minute, so probably all oh yeah, out. with a bit of Hudson magic. But uh, geez, I'll, I'll tell you what. No, it, it wasn't even magic. It was just stupid. <laughs> like, it was just the off the cuff stupidity that just happened to it come happened off. To come it, off. It was the rugby league gods shining on well, R- Rick's little they, bald spot. They I reckon think. they train for that stuff. Yeah, but, they do not. Um, I, I don't know. They they they're in a good spot. Like. If if you said if you said any of these teams are on seven and one going into the finals, you'd say, "Wow, that's good, that's great." Yeah, but it's it's not good because they haven't won any game convincingly to me all year. Well, you know the one that they did win convincingly was against Melbourne. 
Like they look great oh. against. Remember that where they beat Melbourne at, at Amy Park, and and they look great. That was the one where Shiller been... scored in the canals. <laughs> they weren't convincing that well, day either. You're a pretty hard marker though, but oh, they look pretty convincing against the Tigers and Manly. But yeah, like, but it's but, the Tigers yeah, and Manly. I know, but you can say that. But they're still an NRL team. But no, but the Tigers. <laughs> didn't you watch <laughs> oh, that? No, game? I did watch it, but uh, oh, gross. I, I don't know. They've got a tremendous record against. Melbourne, they've won their last four at mm. Amy. So, and they're specialists at knocking off big teams in the uh, finals. So, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to predict anything because... I, I think they've had an awful year. Terrible year. They've looked... Oh, yeah. They, they haven't, haven't looked like a cohesive much. football yeah. team the entire year. But then again... They've had a lot of disruptions and you've got to say it. You've got to mention it that they've had a lot of disruptions. I don't think they have. What, they lost their halfback for half the year? And then yeah, but when the he came back and, when he came back, they still they haven't looked any better. Yeah, They've won more games. Does, I reckon it does take a bit for them to start gelling. Yeah, but how about your man Jack Whiten? Well, he didn't Don't play even on the weekend. Think but he about had, telling me he's well. He's, he's had, had probably year. three games, I reckon, where he's been really good. He hasn't had a single game. The one against game. Manly, he played great. He has not had a single on, good mate. game all year, except for the Origin, and then got oh, dropped. Yeah. Tarpany's been great. Tarpany, I will give you, has been tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. Adam Elliott's been tremendous. They've they've been good in patches, but yeah, like like you said, like okay, there hasn't been a game this year apart from the last two where I've felt comfortable. There you go. Like well, that, but that's the Raiders every yeah, year. Yeah, I know. They and and they mentioned it on Channel Nine. I watched Channel Nine, and they said they are a very unconventional team, and they don't play like any other team. That's because they're terrible. Well, they're probably, <laughs> they're just and they're terrible. losing Brett White next year. He's off, and Cappy McFadden's off. So there's a big shake-up in the coaching ranks next year for the Raiders. So I don't know whether that's going to actually help them and whether that's a part of uh, why they play this disjointed kind of uncohesive style of football. Well, I, well but in the past when they when when they were playing that stupid stupid style of football and uncohesive or whatever you want to call it, they were always. And I suppose you've got to say they never get flogged. They didn't get flogged this year at all, did they? No, well, they or really maybe do. the Panthers might have beaten them by a fair bit. Yeah, that, oh, that, was a, that was an outlier. But, but but then they played pretty good. Like, they, they just Panthers outplayed them. They had to play really good to beat them. Oh, come on, mate. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're such well, anyway, a- well, they're in the top eight, and they made it in there on their own merit. Like, I, I don't reckon that, you know, well, yeah, the Broncos had a – Massive downward spiral, but you got. But that happens every year. Someone drops out. Uh, I don't know. And and on on that for and against, what was it? Fourteen and ten. That would have got him in the final any other year as well, like comfortably. So it's been a funny old year like that. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not real confident about him going too, oh, well, too much further. We'll get to that in yeah. the next segment. Uh, Rabbit. Oh, what do you give him? I give him a C. Yeah, I give him a C plus. <laughs> Rabbitohs on the same amount of points 30, 14 wins, 10 losses 130 points differential They've had an up and down year, haven't yes, they? The I reckon the, well, I tipped the Rabbitohs to not even make the 8 And I was almost right But I, I, reckon, I reckon they've played horrible this year as well If you want to say the Raiders oh, played I, horrible I, I reckon absolutely. the Rabbitohs have been well, absolutely horrible With, with more, more stars with, well, with a team that should have performed better. But if you say they've been horrible, you've got to say the yeah. I think they're very similar that this this year, like with some big stars who just haven't played. Like to me, Whiten and 
Latrell. Very similar. Well, I think Cody Walker's been worse than Latrell. I don't. Oh. I, anyway, you know They've what? had a lot of disruptions as well. They've got a new halfback, like similar kind of story. But with better forwards, arguably, like... Well, that, that's what I was going to say. Their forwards, to me, have been the stars of their, their team. And... Oh, and Alex Johnson. Uh, and uh, Alex Johnson and Campbell Graham, who's been yeah. missing a lot of the year, Campbell Graham. But, man, that... So many of their unheralded players, like, uh, is it Junior Totola? Yep. Guys like him and Nosy Nichols. Great. They've been fantastic. Haven't they? And But they never get the raps. No. It's always about Latrell and Cody. And Cameron Murray. And Cameron, well, Cameron Murray, I think he's their best player by far. But, um, but yeah, that unheralded forward pack, definitely. Those guys, but well, I suppose they've got Burgess there as well. He's been playing most. He of has, but he's he, played pretty good this year. He's I been, must admit, yeah, yeah, and I can't really stand him. But yeah, you got blokes like Nosy Nichols. Well, he's off to the Dolphins, so yeah, I don't know. Why would you let a bloke like him go? He wouldn't be on much. Uh, yeah, and as you said before, Latrell was saying today. Uh, Latrell's been real weird lately. He's he said that he wanted to be an entertainer, and that the rest of the players in the comp or all the high profile guys should be out there selling the game and being entertainers and giving the fans what they want. But then he... Isn't getting booed part of it? Well, yeah, especially in a game against the Roosters where he's 100% fully aware that they all hate him after what he did to Manu last year yeah. to miss the grand final. And not only that, even if that didn't happen, he's still a rabbit who the went from the Roosters yeah. as well? Let's not forget so that. So you're going to get, but and he, but he will turn around and yell at the crowd. It's not like he's not, you know, yeah. he's always smacking his chest and yelling at the crowd and putting his finger up to his lips and shushing them and and roughing blokes up on the ground. I mean, you, if you're going to give it, you got to take it as well, Latrell. Surely. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he's but he has been really strange. He's been behaving strangely, like saying one thing and then uh, saying the exact opposite. The next minute, it's just. I think he should just remove himself from the media altogether, which will bring its own set of problems. People will be going, "Ah, oh, he's up himself. He doesn't." But if I think it's getting to him, you know, like the, uh, all of the fame and and I, I, you know, it's a bit worrying. I reckon. I, I well, think that's he because should. Because the NRL have made him a bit, a bit of a poster boy as well, you know. Yeah, like and that's that like I mean, he's a superstar when he's on. He's the he's the best fullback in the comp when well, he's on, but he's been rarely on. Last week he wasn't very good. He's he hasn't been good all sideways, year. And he's been a couple of games he's he's really dominated and they're like, Oh, the troll's back and then I think Rabideau's just, just lean on it. But that I don't think he much. hasn't I don't think he has done, and I think that's half the problem. He hasn't dominated but the media like he if he if he has a couple of try assists in a game then the, all of the headlines the week after will be Latrell won the game for him, but he hasn't done anything else. He doesn't do any of the hard work. And I think then that feeds into him thinking that he can just laze around and do nothing. And then, you know, it just all, but he's, he's definitely unfit. If you saw that game on the weekend against the Roosters when his jersey came up, oh. <laughs> he, he's fat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm not just singling him out because Josh, the same thing happened to Josh Papali'i. Did you see his big blubbery guts? Oh, yeah. But man, he, like... he's got some kind of motor on him that Papali'i. Yeah, he's a freak of nature. Yeah. That bloke. Man, Jeez. he's fat though. Holy oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Good um, money. My daughter even said he needs a new pair of shorts, Dad. 
and she was He's right. been a little overweight all year, I think, Joshy. Well, you know what? I was watching a replay. It popped up on my YouTube recommendations the other day. I think it was 2016, a, a final, and I didn't even... Yeah. Somebody took the ball. I thought, who's that? And it was Papa Lee. He was so slim and, and fit looking. But Yeah, they played him different this year, I think. Oh, he's just a battering ram now, but he's still got that footwork. Anyway, oh, we're getting yeah, off the point. That uh, Rabbitohs, I give a C as well. Yeah. Same as the I Raiders. I wasn't impressed with them at all. Roosters on 32 points, 15 wins, 9 losses, 201 points differential. Hmm, what's Jeez. to be made of? <sighs> They're going to be hard to stop. They've been playing good footy. They just uh, came alive uh, yeah, in the last geez, six weeks. Everyone knows I hate the Roosters, but I, I like the way they play footy. I wish the Raiders played like that at the moment. Bloody hell. They're, and they're bashing teams up too. Like That's my one. That's my problem with the Roosters is the Roosters and the Storm belted each other. And then I think the Rabbitohs, they belted each other last week. And I, I just don't think you can keep that style of footy up. So they're either going to have to play a bit smarter or just keep belting themselves and limp into the grand final if they make it. Well, the biggest you know? Rooster fan we know even said that, said, I wish they had played this way earlier in the year because you can't keep this up for another four weeks or whatever you need to well, do to win the comp. Well, Manu's out now with a with an injury. And, yeah, I can see if they're going to play that sort of style, they're either going to get suspensions or they're going to get injuries. Or, they, or if they don't play that style, then they get knocked out. So... To me, the Roosters all year have been playing up until about five or six weeks ago. They play the uh, the one hit up up the middle, out to Angus Crichton who backs in the defence, offloads the ball out to somebody, one of the halves maybe, who throws the pass on the ground and hopes that Manu or Tedesco picks it up and creates something. Yeah, That seemed to be their... Just, or over and over and over again, just that that you know, just backing their their superstars to get the job done, and it worked a few times. But then the arrival of Matt Lodge has been an absolute catalyst for him. <laughs> he is, yeah, he's the best prop in the game. All of a sudden, yeah, on a hundred grand a year. But you know, we've spoken about that. But um, yeah, he definitely they they just. He's just no nonsense and just well, got that, him moving forward. Yeah, Where, like, it, it, all it, of that, all of that passing, like just you know, passing hope and and hitting the ground and bouncing around. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's all gone now, well, and it, they're just bashing people. Yeah, because who was that player? Who was that forward that they had who went to England? He played in 2019, 2020. Oh, I can't think of his name. Adrian Morley. No, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, I can't remember his name, but he was that sort of style of player as well, which, you know, they got Jared Warrior Hargraves and those kind of guys, but they don't play that sort of style of footy. Like, Warrior Hargraves, if he's not out there trying to kill everybody, he does, he's not direct enough. Same as, like, Nelson. No, so, I think he is. No, but he's not like Lodge. But, no, well, I think that's what I mean. Like, yeah. the, only the last six weeks has sparked Warrior Hargreaves to, oh, just, to just hit it up the guts and not not mess around too much, even though he's still got the shit in his game. But Lodge, to his credit, has got rid of all of that. Yeah. And now he's just a good, hard football player. Oh, I mean, wonderful. he's still a piece of shit. Oh. But, <laughs> but, man, he can play footy. And like you say, the Roosters picked him up as a discard from the Warriors and nobody wanted him because nobody wanted the, the stink that went along with it. But to their credit, they said, oh, fuck it, we're already hated. 
universally despised. So no, just they, get a got good him for, they got him for nothing. I know, but that's what that I mean. Why thing. wouldn't you? Yeah, I know. Yeah, but he, and not only that, he didn't want to go anywhere else. He wanted to go there and they paid his underground. No, no, he, he wanted to go. There was all kinds of places he oh. wanted to and but nobody would touch him. Didn't he buy a house in Manly? Yeah, but the Manly didn't want him because they didn't want the associated... Um, shit that went along with it but the roosters went ah oh, fucking it's gonna cost us a hundred grand and not only that they're gonna get him next year for nothing because mm. the warriors are still paying his his um ah, his salary his contract it's unbelievable ah. they just got kissed on the dook <laughs> by a fairy <laughs> as per fucking usual anyway that's enough about them i give him a oh I give b plus a b, yeah i'll give him a b plus they've been Playing good footy. Storm, 32 points equal with the Roosters. Uh, 24 played. Oh, that's a good stat. Thanks, Ben. 15 wins, 9 losses, but uh, superior for and against by some 40 points. 9 losses? Have you ever heard of a Melbourne Storm outfit losing 9 games? Well, I haven't finished outside the top 4 since 2014. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, that's yeah. it. So crazy. So it's crazy going in knowing that Melbourne are beatable because usually they're the ones, you know, like no one could beat them, especially this time of year. So I don't know. They've been a funny kind of side this year, haven't they? They, they well, they've been very disrupted as well. And like we've said it before, that if you take out, so you take out Pappenhausen. Hughes sometimes, and then Munster was was Munster injured as well. Like, um, oh, he was out for a little bit with Origin, and, and then he had yeah. So they're pretty disrupted, and it goes to show you how much a good fullback can can influence but a I, team. I think Meany's a good fullback. He's not Pappenhausen. Though. I think it's their back back four that are letting them down. But Justin like, Olam's playing the best footy I've ever seen him play. Ah, uh, like you got to say that he's. I don't know about Definitely that. playing better than I've ever seen him play. I think Xavier Coates, I said it last week or whenever it was, I think he's one of the, if not the only, player that ever go backwards. Oh, Do you remember how good he was? Oh, yeah, with at the, the Broncos. Broncos. Amazing. But he has been terrible this year. Yeah, And I don't like to criticise him because I think he seems like a really good kid, but... Man, he's he's been bad. Like, down on confidence and playing bad. Like yeah, that that game a, last last week was terrible. That's the worst game I've seen him play ever. He's a pretty big fish in a small pond. Remember back at the Broncos because they were going terribly when he when he. Well, left. that's true enough. I remember when the Storm bought him and thought, "You bastards! How did you get him?" Yeah, he but, has gone backwards, hasn't he? Yeah, very much so. And then you've got guys like Marion Seve in the centres who shouldn't be in first grade at all. Yeah. And you've got to think that they've got better players than him because he's Well, they not- don't. And that's the thing. They've got Norfoluma come over and, and, yeah, it's a weird thing. They don't seem to have any sort of any sort of backup for any of these crucial to me, positions. It, the Storms seem like a team to me that – I know Bellamy doesn't show it in the box, but all of that stuff that went on earlier this year and la- the end of last year about Willie or Roney's re-sign and, all the, and oh, it's still yeah. getting put off to this day. Yeah. To me, it seems like Bellamy just doesn't – like he's, you know, he's clocked off. Well, Melbourne to me used to always be you could get anybody and put him in any position and they'd do the job and they'd be great. But it hasn't happened this year. <clears throat> do you think they've got a bit of the uh, – you know, like guys like Munster and Cameron, uh, not Cameron, Brandon Smith and those sort of fellas, do you think 
they have a similar effect on the rest of the team that guys like Ponga do on the nights. Like Absolutely. they're out, out mucking up on big money and and because of the storm probably uh they'd probably be one of the top oh, how do I explain it? Like they've probably got the most low paid players. Does that do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So they'd have a lot of fellas on the minimum wage because their whole you look through their team list and you think who's that and who's that and they've got guys like Cooper Johns and yeah all on nothing yeah uh, and so that like very top heavy and but, then they but see the, but oh sorry but the difference between them and the Knights is the Storm have done something yeah like, exactly the Knights haven't yeah. done anything yeah, you know? yeah and so I can understand why these blokes are getting up <clears throat> but it, it, it'd be pretty. It'd be a pretty tall order for some kid coming in on a hundred grand a year and getting his nose out of joint because Cameron Munster's a cokehead because he's a champion of the game and he's done everything. Oh yeah, in I the know. game, you yeah. know what I mean. And so I don't think they can get their nose out of joint like someone at Newcastle could. Yeah, but they still see that kind of thing and think, ah, oh, they're getting paid heaps and ah. Oh, but no, I'm probably I might be a little bit off base. I was just mm, I was just positing it's a it. Fair point. But yeah. anyway, but I, I think Melbourne have underachieved this year. Oh, they're for sure. a shadow of their former selves. Yeah. And I can't quite put my finger on what's gone wrong with them. It, it just well, that's I think, why I say it's their back four. Yeah, and it has to be. They, they've always been a very fullback dominant kind of side, haven't they? They've had, yeah, you know, some of the best fullbacks, like well, Billy Slater, you know, and and then Pappenhausen kind of came out of the blue, and they had Jerome Hughes there before, and I don't know, they just kind of haven't really settled. I and think then, it. Well, the teams have worked them out this year, and their defence has been way off off what it usually well, is. Like yeah. po- uh, points conceded 410, which is very similar to Raiders, Rabbitohs, Roosters. Yeah. Um, the only the only ones worse than than them in the top five is the Eels, who are not not noted defence. But like years gone past, the Storm would never have conceded 400 points over uh, over the course of a season. That'd be a good stat to look up. But I, yeah, I'd I'd say they'd never. 410 divided by 24. 17 points a game. That's Three very un- unstorm-like. Mm. Anyway. And they haven't had any big blowouts this year the way they've been flogged. I'll give them a B-. minus. Yeah, I'll give them a C. Eels came fourth. Uh, 24 games played. <laughs> I keep saying that. Stupid NRL ladder. Why would you put that there? Well. 16 wins, 8 losses, 119 points differential. Which is way worse than the Storms because Storm have scored way more points. Hmm. Uh, but the Eels, I think, have uh, overachieved. Overachieved. Do you think? Well, they're kind of like the. It's always a joke in the NRL whether the Eels are terrific bloody June premiers, but they seem to have kicked on a bit. And they're another one of these teams where I can't remember them. I just seem to remember them getting flogged. <laughs> You know, like where where it's like holy shit, because they got pantsed a couple of times, didn't they? Did they get beat by fifty? Something like that. Yeah, like that. It's been a weird kind of year for the Eels. But, but they have beaten the Panthers twice. Yes, and that's yeah, they're like the giant killers. And the Panthers and, have lost four games all year, and two of those were during Origin, where where they, where they had nobody, and one last week. Oh, sorry, one one during Origin and one. Last week when they rested 13 players. So the yeah. Eels are the only team to beat them at full strength and they've done it twice. Yeah. And I think it's all on the... Mitch Moses has so had the, a breakout the year. Best year I've ever seen. And he's playing good. And Dylan Brown. Dylan Brown's been the best I've ever seen him as well. And everyone's kind of surprised by Dylan Brown, but he's been a 
He's been a gun for for ages. Well, he was great at the start of the year, and I think Mitch has overtaken him at the back end. Some of the stuff he does down, like that that short side, he's kind of famous for it now. That short side play, man, he's good. Yeah, yeah. he can um he can bamboozle some defenses, and his his kicking game is. Is he's unreal, but running. He's kind of like what Whiten was three years ago, I reckon. Exactly. It's exactly the why, kind of player. That's Jack's, why won't Jack do that anymore? Yeah. Well, maybe he will. That's what <laughs> frustrates me. So yeah. Much I about well, that's because he's got the running game, and then yeah, but he's Moses deceptively is a strong and way big, way better kicker than Jack. But but Jack's a way better runner. But at least Mitch is actually trying to run and doing it effectively. Anyway, mm. uh, yeah, the Eels, like I say, I think overachieved, but. Can you see them? Well, they haven't won three games in a row all year. Right. Oh, that's a interesting yeah. stat. Yeah. Maybe that's why I was kind of, yeah, because they seem to and yeah, they, well, they, they seem to get beaten by weird teams too, like that they shouldn't have lost against. I wonder if I'm going to have to look it all up. Like if you look up all their win losses and, man, yeah, they're puzzling. And so in, it, what that leads to is I've got absolutely no idea which eels we're going to see in this final series because who they've got, Penrith, have they, first up? Yeah. So, who knows? And like you said, they've beaten Penrith, but I reckon Penrith will flog them. Well, you know who beat the Eels in round six? The Warriors or Tigers? Tigers. Tigers. Yeah, I knew that they got beaten by... And then and the, Ca- the Bulldogs beat them as well, I'm pretty sure. And then the Cowboys beat them 35 points to four yeah. in round eight. I knew there was some shellackings. Then they beat the Panthers a week after that. Um, yeah. Then they beat the... Yeah, you're right. The Bulldogs, 34, beat them... Yeah, flogged them. To four in, in round 14. Yeah. Aren't they weird? Very strange. Very strange team. And they're losing a few players next year as well, as you mentioned there before, and I don't know. Rabbitohs beat them 26-0 in round 22. Yeah, yeah floggings. Jesus that's Christ. a flogging from a top four side. Like, that's there's got to be some stat about that. But, yeah, they've kind of... Hung in there and top, finished in the top four. I can't remember the last time the Eels finished in the top four. Hmm. Anyway, I'll give them a B minus. Good because the long-suffering Eels fans are kind of like Raiders fans, you know, because they've done nothing for a while. You can't help but like Brad Arthur. Well, yeah, and he's got the moxie to put his hopeless son in. <laughs> he drinks, drinks a lot of water. That's what I'm worried about. Oh, maybe he's got some. Um, maybe he's on the drugs. Yeah. Maybe he's on the pingers in the box. That's what the kids do, don't they? Drink lots of bottles of water. Well, I did a gig in Mandrew the other night, and I've never seen a bunch of young people go to the toilet so much. <laughs> oh, bloody every second song. I was like, Jesus Christ. Where are you going, like, you kids? Yeah. Nobody has to go to the toilet that much. Yeah, and I know I do if I've been drinking <laughs> bloody schooners and stuff, but they weren't even drinking schooners. They were drinking waters. Go on the toilet every two seconds. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys came third on 36 points with a record of 17 wins, 7 losses for points differential, 272, second best in the comp. I can't see them going any further, and I don't know why. Of course, they get two goes at it, but I I can see them getting bundled out in next two games. I don't know why. I just got no belief in them. They've obviously got belief in themselves, but I got no belief in them. I don't even know how they finished second. Third. Where'd they finish? They've had they've had a couple of players this year that have really had bust out spectacular years like Drinkwater and Jeremiah Nanai. And Chad Townsend's the best he's ever been. Uh and um 
Kyle Felt has played a couple of good games for once in his life. And who's that? I'm trying to think. Oh, Cohen Hess has had a great year for once in his life. Well, remember well, when he was the best. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, it's a resurgence from him. And um, who's the other Gilbert that they got? Um, and, yeah, they're just one of these teams that they do, they thrive on getting picked in the rep teams and everything. Like, you can't tell me that blokes like Dearden and um, uh, Nanai and uh, Val and all of them didn't grow an extra foot from oh, getting Dearden. in the... I forgot about Dearden. Man, he played good in the origin. Holy oh. shit. Jesus, that one game he played, they pretty much won him that game. But, yeah, and he's just been steady all year for him. And well, they got beaten in, by the Bulldogs in round one, I remember, 6-4 or something like that. And then beat the Roosters beat them when they were going shit. And I thought, beautiful. Oh, the Warriors beat them yeah. in round five. Yeah, they that, had an awful I, I, start I think I, I tipped them for the spoon. Yeah, well, a lot of people did. <laughs> yeah, because they were almost, they weren't that far off it last year. And I thought it was fantastic because I'm not a big fan of Todd Payton, as you're well aware. Well, geez, he's done something with those blokes. They only just beat the Tigers him. again by that one point. Remember that yeah. controversial game in um, in Townsville where the, the, with the whole short whistle affair? Um, yes, that's right. Well, whatever, whatever he's done, God, I can't stand him. Well, and, and you know, he's it, chewing it, his and, gum. Fuck off, Todd. And you and Ugh. because the thing that riled me up about him was he said, "Oh, you know, sometimes you win them and sometimes you lose them." But then this is the exact same bloke that was saying that bloody pointy end teams get all the calls. That's right. And so suddenly the... they're a pointy end team and they're winning, and he's almost gloating. Well, he's right, you know. Now they yeah, are a pointy end team. Well, they are a pointy end team, and they got that call against the thing where the Tigers were going to take the NRL to bloody court. Yeah, well, that was Lee Hadjipid fucking tell oh. us with his big hat. And went nowhere with it, and they didn't even continue on. They might have settled out of court. The NRL might have given them a few shillings. No, they threw it out. Yeah. Third, anyway. third is pretty pointy. Well done, Cowboys. I'll give you a B plus. Yeah. Uh, Sharks, well, second. Jesus 18 Christ. wins, 6 losses, 209 points differential. <laughs> Fuck. How yeah, did how this happen? How did it happen? Like, they came out too hot, and I stand by that. I've been saying it all year. <laughs> they came out way too hot, but they've just kept the heat up somehow. <laughs> I know. How? They've never strange. got any good players. I know. They've got zero good players. They've got no good players. Zero. They've got bloody Wade Graham running around who's about 48 years old, and he, he's not even that good. They got Talakai, who was good for one game. They got Bubba Kennedy there at the back, who's pretty good, but he's pretty small. I, I, I can't understand. I don't think anyone can understand it. I'll tell you why. They played. They were the only team in the comp. They had a beautiful draw. Yeah, they're they? the only team in the comp that played every single one of the bottom eight teams twice. Ah. And probably played them at home or something, did they, as well? There's probably some other stat like that. Well, the Roosters flogged them in round 12. I remember that. And I thought, good, they're finally going to... And we, the, the Raiders beat them 30 to 10 Yeah, in round 10. Um, like, which yeah, I consider convincingly. A, a flogging. Handsomely. Yeah. Um, and I thought, beautiful. They're, they're going to um, just slide back to where they're supposed to be because they came out too hot. The Broncos beat them 16-7 in round 8. Storm flogged them 34-18. Have they been fudging the numbers? Oh, yeah, I can't understand how they're second. Second? And it's Fitzgibbon's first year of training, so uh, of coaching, so you've got to say something about that bloke. He must have the Midas touch. <laughs> the spider's spider. touch. He might have a spider's touch. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've got the Midas touch. Everything I touch is turned to gold. The spider's touch. <laughs> oh, I can't understand it. I yeah, can't understand it. Why isn't there an NRL team called the Spiders? The Spiders. Fuck. The Redcliffe Spiders. <laughs> <laughs> the Perth and District Spiders. Perth, North Sydney Spiders. <laughs> oh, man, that's a good name. <laughs> yeah, and you can make it Non-specific, too. Just a gen- Well, you can make a terrific theme song about having a spider's touch. <laughs> might have to pay Larry David some royalties, but anyway, uh, hey, what were we talking about, Cronulla? I was thinking it might be a little non, <laughs> non-specific, but a sh- the Sharks is non-specific too. You could be the Hammerheads or the Great Whites. Well, Rockingham, they're all sorts of sharks. They've got different sharks in different divisions. They're the Rockingham Sharks overall. Oh, and they've, they've got, got the subspecies. Yeah, they've got the three three under sevens. So you'll play the hammerheads and then you'll play the ah. um, white pointers and then you'll play the gummy sharks. Well, that's what, the, that's what the Perth spiders could do. They could have all the offshoots like the red backs and the funnel webs and the bloody orb, the yeah. golden orbs. Golden orbs. When <laughs> <laughs> you want to play for the orbs. Who are the orbs got this week? Tarantulas? The bloody white tails? Oh, lots of different spiders, aren't there? With lots of different effects when they touch you. I give the sharks a D. Really? Yeah. I give them a B for overachieving. No, I give like them you a- said, they got no. Uh, uh, all right. Who, who, who's their 5 8? Nobody can't, knows. I can't even think who their 5 8 is. Oh, I was I know. just thinking. Matt Moylan, and he's hopeless. Oh, Moylan was the worst player ever. And he still is. Oh no! Nico Hines is terrible. Who's the hooker? Brayley. No, the the kid with the wonky teeth used to be at Saints. Oh, hopeless. Uh, yeah, with the testicle problem. What is his name? <laughs> McInnes. <laughs> McInnes. <laughs> who knows? I thought he'd moved to England. Oh, who'd know? Who plays for him? Fuck! I don't even know their front. Oh, I tell you, he's good as Royce Hunt. He's been really good. X Raider. X Raider. He's from bloody Kalgoorlie. I'll give him an F. Right, eh? <laughs> All right, who we got there? Oh, Penrith. Panthers finished first, of course, on 42 points with 20 wins, four losses. Four losses this four year. Losses How many did they, they have last year, too? Four that they had None. to have. Um, and, of course, Klez has been missing for the last five games. Luai has been missing for lots and lots of games. Uh, I don't know if they've got the aura that they had last year. No, no they're beatable. They're beatable by weird teams. Para. Para, Para is their nemesis. I reckon the Cowboys might get them. Or you know, who are they playing? Para. Wouldn't it be lovely if Para flogged them? And then they got flogged by someone next week. They're still as hateable as ever. That's for sure. And <sighs> then not not least of all because today I read that that Ta- Taylor May. Jesus, how does that happen? Well, he got two weeks. Yeah, but suspended. Yeah. Till next year. Yeah. So he doesn't. He can play the finals. And they said. They, they, you're right, we're going to give you two weeks, but you can do them at the start of next year. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. How, the, how does that happen? Them. Oh, Well, did you see what he did? Did yeah, you see the I footage? watched the video. Fuck. All standing around their Panthers shirts and wondering why people are having a go at them. I couldn't believe that they... He's just an idiot, that kid. I really... He's an... He, that, he should have been rubbed out of... It was he the one that made the porn? The porns? <laughs> <laughs> made their bloody... Un, 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 
unwarranted pawns. Filming that, filming people while they didn't even know they were being filmed making pawns. Well, obviously what the NRL have done is said that, okay, well, two weeks is, you know, we've got to give you a couple of weeks, but it wasn't bad enough for you to miss the finals. So how about you do them? When have they ever done I that? I can't understand they've it. Ne- they've when never have they done ever it. deferred somebody's... Lindsay Collins... Bloody did a hip, a supposed hip drop tackle, which I didn't think was. I mean, it, it was a hip drop, but I don't think there was any malice in it. He missed four weeks. If they make it to the grand <laughs> final, he's not going to play. Taylor May pulls some fucking fat kid over at a pub, nearly cracks his head yeah, open. King in him, and can well, it wasn't a hit. It was well, more, but, yeah, like, but the kid him. didn't know oh, exactly. He could have cracked his head and died. And then who was the one that got rubbed out when he head clashed with somebody? Yeah, Dale Finucane. The Finucane, yeah, unnecessary contact. Or and whatever. so did that other kid. Yeah. And Jack, all sorts Jack of Whiten crazies. got rubbed out for weeks for nibbling a bloke in the guts. <laughs> <laughs> he did nibble him too. It wasn't even well, a maybe punch. That's what Jack's at least he was facing Jack Whiten. Maybe that's what Jack's missing, pissing all over himself and nibbling blokes in the guts. <laughs> Bloody loosening up blokes, smart asses, ribs. You it's know, civic. And the thing that gets me about it, I heard a bit of criticism this afternoon about it, and nobody's mentioning Volandis's name. It's all about Andrew Abdo all of a sudden. As soon as anything goes wrong, it's Abdo's Abdo's fault. fault. And as soon as somebody signs a massive contract for fucking Channel 9 or something, it's it's all Volandis. Well, well, you know what Volandis is in the news for is that he reckons Canberra needs a new stadium and he's going into bat for him, so he's the hero and Abdo's the villain. I don't care anymore because I don't live there anymore and I don't care where the stadium is. I just want to watch him. But Volandis is a fucking horrible piece of shit. Trying to be funny the other... Oh, less said about that bloke the better. And I'll tell you what... No, we'll talk about it after this because I've got it, got something to say and it's about a show on Netflix called Untold. And if you haven't seen it, about the basketball, the NBA basketball ref that was betting on games, jeez, it's close to the NRL, I reckon. I give it's the, real close. I'll give the Panthers a C plus. Yeah. Just because they're assholes. <laughs> It's not a leave the bar when it's over. Not feeling an in a pain at closing time. But tonight you may found me much too sober. I can't drink enough to keep you off my mind. I watched a documentary ages ago about that ref in the NBA. Or read an article, maybe. Mm. Fascinating story, but you're right. It does hit close to home. It could happen anywhere. Well, it could happen to us. You know what his defense was? Was that he wasn't fixing games. Well, he, I don't he, think he was. He wasn't fixing them, but he was betting on them. And he was he had inside information. He was saying, oh, well, you know, so-and-so's marriage is breaking up. And, but, and, and you know, so the Clippers will win or whoever it is. And, and But what he was saying was that he was just following directives from on high. So they were saying, oh, we're going to clamp down on um, Michael Jordan this week. Or no, they were saying, oh, it, like, um, there's a move that they're doing. Um, you can get everybody, but don't get Jordan. 
And yeah, so well, that, and that's gone on in the NBA. NBA yeah, forever. But, but isn't it the same in the NRL where oh, they yeah. start clamping down on something and different teams are ref differently and because it's come from up high that they're saying, oh, well, you know, the Storm do this or the Tigers do that or whatever. And like, so that's what he was saying, that he wasn't actually... Well, he wasn't betting. He was just giving the info it, and then getting no, the kickback. He's getting a kickback, yeah. He's getting only 2000 bucks or something, he reckoned. But he's a liar, massive liar. Oh, he's a liar. He looks massive. a bit like looks a bit like Ben Cummins too. Well, his eyes are real close together. This bloke and he's real American. and he's rich as fuck, <laughs> still. <laughs> and he said he was making four hundred grand a year as a bloody as a ref. As yeah, a, he didn't and even and have to do play, it. Yeah, getting playoff things and all of that, and just and, avarice. Anyway, pure and, avarice. But. Oh, it just goes back to all these sports betting, and it's a, it's it's an absolute massive problem in the states, and we're we're headed that way. Makes you think, doesn't it? Oh, we're Jeez, headed that way. We've think. already bloody headed that way. We're already there. Bloody gambling, getting its grubby hooks into something pure and innocent. Oh, we were there years ago with the Ryan Tandy affair. Poor old Ryan Tandy. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Ryan. Vale, Ryan, Got Tandy. Uh, let's have a look at the games then, shall we? Right. That's what everybody's here for, I, I presume. What have we got four games on? One game each day? Is there a game on Thursday? I don't think so, is No, there? Friday Friday is Panthers versus Eels, 7.50pm AEST at Bluebet Stadium. Bit of a kerfuffle about the venue, apparently. Why is that? Oh, because they were saying that they should have played it at... Uh, at Homebush to get another 400,000 people in there. and um, There's all kinds of ticketing no, dramas and stuff. Buddy, so they should be playing at home. They finish first, so they should be playing there. Pardon me. Well, it's bloody, that's the, that's the Eels' home ground anyway, isn't it? No, Bluebet is the Panthers' stadium. Oh, Bluebet. What's the, what's the Eels' Combank. one called? Oh, Combank. Jeez, they sound the same. <laughs> Both gambling institutions. Combank. Yeah. Uh, for the Panthers, superstar halfback Nathan Cleary will be championing after the bit. Champing. After four weeks on the sideline due to suspension, he'll join forces of five. I thought it was five weeks. NRL's yeah, they couldn't... said it was four. I saw. I heard four earlier as well. I, I could have sworn it was five as well. It seems like he hasn't played for ages. Anyway. Jer- after that dreadful spear tackle. Mm. Jerome Luai uh, was rested last week along with 11 other members. Uh, Appy Coruscant. And Spencer Lenu also return after missing the Cowboys game, game due to injury. And they'll be full strength for the Eels. Coach Brad Arthur's named the same 17 that job, got the job done against Melbourne to get the fourth spot last week. And they're on the back of five wins in their last six matches. Nathan Brown has been given a reprieve as 18th oh, man. Well, oh, I was going to say, surely they're not starting him. He's no. only played about two games this year. Man, he was good for a while. Yeah, Bailey Simonson, Bryce Cartwright all miss out. <clears throat> Gee whiz, they got some depth. They have got some depth. Um, I can't see this going any other way than a, than the Panthers, but jeez. Yeah. The form form is there to suggest that the Eels could win, and who, how is anybody's guess? Well, it's it's got to be there. It's got to come down the halves, doesn't it? Like Dylan and Mitchell, lights out footy, and if they get it on the back of these forwards, Regan Campbell, Gillard, and Junior Paolo, 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 and Sean Lane, and Papali'i, and Madison, what a forward pack! I don't know. 
I think the Panthers will win, but... Well, you got to think Claire's is bloody cherry ripe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you think he's Fresh been doing? Fresh as a fucking daisy, that All right, well, because he, he's been training with the team, right? If they're suspended, they can't go anywhere near the team, I reckon. That's what I reckon. You're well, not allowed bloody in... Tail and May. So, Tail and May, he's just getting suspended next year. He shouldn't be allowed to train. Let him play without training. <laughs> Weak as piss. But you know what? Um, Kikau hasn't been that great this year. There you go. I said it. Oh, he's a big sook. Yeah. Something about him. But then they got Isaiah Yo that's somehow better than what he... And Liam Martin, he's all over the place because he doesn't know where he's playing next year. He's on drugs. They don't want to give him any money. They don't want him as part of the thing, but then they got Happy Coruscant who's probably been the best hooker this year. Yeah, Penrith yeah. just, yeah. but it might be a bloodbath. Let's hope they bash the shit out of each other. I think it will be physical. Yeah, bloodbath. <laughs> I think. Jesus, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna leave that in too. Junior Junior Palo has been average this year. His defence has been shit. Oh yeah, lateral. Movement. So I think I think with Yo in the middle. Mm. And guys on drugs like Liam Martin and who's the other back rower? Um, oh, and then and Fisher Harris and the world's most overrated forward Fisher Harris. I think they can do some damage up the eels' guts. Mm, yeah, Penrith. Well, yep, just by two. Bold prediction from us. <laughs> what are the eels paying? Like five dollars eighty or something? No, they're probably uh, three dollars ten. There you go. Outsiders. Uh, on Saturday at 5.40pm AEST at Amy Park in Melbourne, the Storm take on the Raiders for the Huge Storm. Huge kerfuffle over this game. Massive kerfuffle of the Storm getting nine days off and the poor old Raiders only getting six. Oh, that's a load of shit. Oh, I know. It Halfback is. Jerome Hughes has been named to return after missing round 25 with calf tightness. I don't reckon he'll play. Uh, Cooper Johns goes to the reserves and Kemi, Kenny Bromwich and Nick Meany are both right to go after they got injured against the Eels. And for the Raiders, uh, Jack Whiten and Elliot Whitehead come back after being rested last week. <laughs> Corey, Corey Hadawira-Nida goes back to the bench and Matt Frawley, poor old Frawls, who played lights out against the West Tigers, gets dropped unceremoniously. And Albert Hoppawati's the 18th man. He actually, he was 18th man on the weekend. He got a run there for a bit, didn't he, Albert? Because, uh... No, he wasn't 18th man. He was on the bench. Oh, he was on the bench, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he got a run because, um... Someone got hurt. Savage oh, did his usual yeah, wincing he, about. Oh, no. I hope he doesn't turn into the next Dukes. I think, um... I, I think Albert might have played in the halves for a little while, too. But it didn't matter because the Tigers may as well have been in fucking Bali. Mm, well, they were in their heads, um, sipping cocktails. I'd love to see the Raiders win this. I really would, but I don't think they will. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about Seve and Olam, and I'm worried about the back. You're worried about Seve? Well, yeah, because he's just the kind of bloke that'll do a number on these blokes. But then again... Absolutely not. Then who, again... Who, whose side is he on? Is he on Tomoko's side or... Uh, no, he's on um, Sebi's. So, no, he's not getting over the top of my man, Seb. Did you see that little... Finally, there was a puff piece on a radar on Channel 9. Did you see it with Sebby? No. Oh, jeez, he's a wonderful kid. Isn't he a great kid? And, and absolute, so, is, so is Matthew. An absolute wonderful ambassador for the game of rugby. Like, And I say that if it was any other team, 
It wouldn't. He's an absolute gem, that kid. You know what? The Raiders is one hundred percent chock full of good blokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, even I saw a, a interview with Big Red with Corey Horsburgh. Wonderful kid. He is. He is a wonderful kid. I couldn't he's, believe it because uh, I never he, heard him speak before, and he actually sounds like half intelligent and humble and and kind. And the. Uh, Oh no, they all do. Every every team does charity stuff, but I reckon the Raiders go above and beyond because they're in that little Canberra bubble there. And Jamal Fogarty does heaps of good stuff. Wonderful bunch of they are. They actually are. And and there was a there was a thing with Zach Wolford saying he expected to come down and play one game, and he said, "Here I am, fifteen games in, and it's beyond his wildest dreams." And it brings a tear to your eye. And Sebi took a year off because he wasn't feeling right. And and you know what happened? Jack Whiten was texting him every every few days saying, we really need you, we'd love you to come back, and he did. Wonderful group, group of young men. They are, and there was a really good photo of him too after Xavier Savage's try. Oh, yeah. See, so they look happy together. They do. Good on them. Maybe that's what's going to get him over the line. Because look at the storm. Storm We've got Brandon Smith and Tui Kamakamitha. There you go. That's what says what good blokes they got playing for them. Oh, they've got some absolute pieces of shit. Jesus, now I'm on the Raiders. I'm, I'm going for the Raiders now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I've got the Raiders. I think they'll beat them. There you go. Uh, yeah, Corey. Jeez, I was impressed. He's still. Oh God, he's so ugly. Well, he's got his. He hair, can't right? help it. No, you but can't help. Jesus, he's ugly. <laughs> he's, they're he's well balanced. They're very unfortunate looking boy. Well, they got some dream boats. That bloody tarpony. Oh, probably... and how about Jamal's eyes? <sighs> Jamal's got some. You could steamy. just swim in them. Oh, steamy. And Sebi's not so much hot as he is cute. He is cute. Oh, he's, and you know you've what? You've got to watch that. Anyone out there, you got to watch it. Text oh, me. You and sent I'll... it through to the thing, oh. didn't you? Just oh, that. wonderful. And it brought a tear to my eye. He's got a really good rat's tail too because it's not your typical tail and may dickhead rat's tail. It's just like a little no. puff that come, and it comes out the side. It's a proper Torres Strait Islander one. Is that what it is? Yeah. Terrific rat's tail. Yeah. you. Yeah. Wouldn't oh. you love to see Sebby Chris win on, on well, Saturday? Well, you know what? He's a bloody good footballer. He is. He is a very good footballer. Well, he's a leading try scorer with uh, clean, yeah. clean skin Hudson Young just, just in just front of nipping Hudson. At his heels. Everyone's going on about Nano. Hey, bloody Hudson Young knows his way to the try line. Don't worry about that. Got a, got a couple on the weekend. Go the Raiders. I'm sure everyone's with me there. No one will be going for the storm. No one. Nobody. Uh, the second game on Saturday at 7.50 p.m. AEST at Points Bet Stadium, which is the Sharks' home ground. Another kerfuffle over this. Because it's a piece of shit and not fit for human habitation. Uh, they take on the Cowboys for the Sharks. See if Talakai has been named, but racing the clock after he busted his ankle against the Knights. That looked bad too. Yeah, I don't know how he's playing. I don't think he will, and he won't be playing right. Like Jerome Hughes. Jerome Hughes won't be right. <clears throat> Dale Finucane had a rib injury, but he's back. Will Kennedy had an ankle injury. He's back. Toby Rudolph had a knee injury, and he's back. Connor Tracy had concussion, and he'll apparently play, but maybe not. Cameron McInnes and Braden hamlin Ueli will revert to the bench after they started last week. Lockie Miller goes to 18th man. And Matt Ikevalu and Aidan Tolman on the extended list 
for the Cowboys forward Hohen, 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 Cohen Hess returns from a one-game suspension. So he wasn't that good last week. <laughs> oh, no, I said he's been good overall. Overall, yeah. you said, yeah. Um, you said he's, he's been good for once. But, yeah. And, but forgetting that he played for Australia right. and Queensland and everybody a few years ago. But I admit he was in the wilderness. He was. He was, he was lost. J- Jermaine Tanoa Brown goes to the 18th man for the Cowboys and the only change that uh, to the side that beat Penrith in round 25. Remember that? Oh, uh, Round 25. Mm, Cowboys beat them. Oh. Uh, was that last week? <laughs> last week, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, gee, I, I reckon whoever loses this game goes out in straight sets. Yeah, right. Yeah. I because agree. I can't see either of these teams beating the winner out of whoever wins the yeah, other two games. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Oh, I'm going for the. I think the Cowboys will win this, and I've just seen why. The talismatic Peter Hicku. Everyone talking about. Is he the, in or out? He's in. He's playing up against Jesse Ramian. Who does he even play for? Cowboys. Hicku? Hicku has been the reason why they've been winning. <laughs> Everyone's bloody talking about bloody Townsend and Drinkwater, but everyone seems to forget before? my man, bloody Peter Hicku. Oh, I was obviously thinking about something else, but. Hmm. I'm just looking at him here, and he's a bloody, he's a big game player, Peter. Wonderful talent. <laughs> renowned, <laughs> big, renowned big game player. And you know what? He had a shocker a couple of weeks ago. Like, the, the worst game you've ever seen anyone play, so he's due. He he's did due. too. He's due. He is your man, though. I'll give you a pass on that. Yeah. No, but I think the Cowboys will win this. Fuck, I don't know. Well, yeah, now I'm looking at the bloody Sharks forward pack. They do have a bit of a, bit of a good forward pack for Nukin, Nakora. They've done nothing all Hunt. year. So I, I can see them doing nothing again and winning this game. Oh, right, just sneakily winning. You finish the game. Well, and both like, teams have done yeah, nothing but, all yeah, year. Yeah, I know. That's both teams. <laughs> Cowboys for me. Cowboys. Peter Hickey's played 12 uh, internationals for New Zealand. Oh, he's a wonderful player. Look. Wonder, journeyman, wonderful player. Uh, last big game, part, big part, big reason they're winning. <laughs> Renowned big game player. <laughs> he is. Four oh five p.m. at Allianz Stadium, the the new home of the Roosters. What do you think of that stadium? Oh, it's exactly the same exactly. as the fucking old stadium with the new light show. Yeah, big I whoop. Well, I know the seats didn't look any more comfortable, and it's real from what flat. I could see, like it's it's not built. On a on right angles like the yeah. Combank Stadium and um that other one. Yeah. What's the other one? Oh, the one um Yeah. And I saw a photo on Twitter of the lad that had paid a hundred and five dollars or something for his seat and there's a big wall. Oh. Like obstructed view that didn't even say on his ticket. So it's obviously not. a big piece of shit. Yeah, a white elephant. Uh is that what they call these piece of shit buildings? Yeah. Someone uh, sunk it well they're is, is is it a laundering facility or is oh, the New probably. South Wales New South Wales government? Yeah, it's it, politicians <laughs> throwing around their bucks and, yeah. and winning clout. Votes. Yeah, winning clout. Clout. It's a white elephant stall. Mm. Look at the roosters <laughs> centres. Well, Momorowski and Hutchinson. Uh, Joey Manu suffered a calf strain against the Rabbitohs. He'll be sidelined for two to three weeks, apparently. Momorowski shifts to the centres to take his place, and Daniel Tupo and Joseph Suali'i uh, return from their respective injuries. So Kevin Naguama moves to 18th man. 
Victor Radley returns from concussion. Oh, so soon? Well, that's controversial, that. isn't it? Everyone's going on about Cam Murray being controversial. Victor was out cold and convulsing the other day. Only one week off. Uh, he was convulsing. I thought they were serious about They were serious, they about, were serious about this. And I suppose Trent's probably thrown his hat in the ring and said, I can't understand why Cameron Murray's playing. I can't understand it. And then meanwhile, Victor's got bloody <clears throat> foam, foam coming out his ears. And Medi cabbed off, and he's fine. He's right. Put him back out there. He's right. He's only had 12 concussions this year. And he was wandering around out on the ground after that game. Yeah. Just smiling. Did, didn't even handy. put him in the bloody hospital to get checked out. I suppose if they had shown the cameras in hospital, it would have caught him wanking himself or something. Jesus Christ, these blokes have got to hide. CSC Watakioho goes back to prop and Matt Lodge to the bench. Bench? Who are they starting? Siwa. Wow. Wild. Jared That's controversial. Jared Hargreaves uh, has a hamstring problem and Sam Verrills has a finger problem. Both suffered last week. And they've been named despite suffering those injuries. Geez, a finger problem would be a big That'd thing That looked for a like hooker. it hurt. Yeah, yeah I and saw that. Wadria Hargreaves was sitting on the exercise bike, but he looked... Very well, he had blood coming out of his eyes. Yeah, he didn't look like he wanted to come back on. Well, because he had blood coming out of his eyes. Adam Kieran's been named on the bench for his third game of the season. Oh. You're right. They look absolutely shot in the back line. Have you ever seen a worse centre pairing than that in a big game? They like, need Peter Hicku. <laughs> <laughs> they need a big game centre. Well, I'm looking. I don't know what's going to get him over the line. Like, Nat Butcher... Jesus Christ. Egan Butcher. Admittedly, they were both pretty good, but... Jeez. For the Rabbitohs, Cameron Murray's been named, as you said, and we'll go through concussion protocols. There's still time to rule him out, apparently, but if, uh, they say that he's passed all the initial testing. Uh, after he came out after the game, he said, no, nah, I'm right, mate. No oh, worries. I suppose Albo's buddy changed the Australia-wide concussion <laughs> bloody laws like he did with COVID. <laughs> bloody Albo... It's not bad enough we've got one bloody Prime Minister going for the bloody Sharks. Now we've got a bloody Rabbitohs fella. Yeah, bloody Albo comes off as all cool because he's got a bloody Celebrate Rifles t-shirt and then pulls this shit. <laughs> Has he got a Celebrate Rifles t-shirt? I like Albo. Oh, salvation. That was a great song. <laughs> probably, imagine if he had a Kings of the Sun t-shirt. Oh. You'd just be like, you'd, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to vote for Albo for the rest of his life. What a band. Imagine it, Clifford, the Hode brothers. I was listening to them the other night. They were very, very frequent on my rotation on late night YouTubes. Yeah, wonderful film clips. They would have spent a bit of money on those clips back then. That's yeah. why probably why bloody Clifford's always trying to sell stuff on Facebook. Oh, the fan, the fan budget would have blown <laughs> blown any band's bloody expenditure for the year. All those big aircraft hangar yeah, fans. I know. Yeah. Bits of paper to throw in the air with the fans and going through their hair and in Les the Paul customs, yeah. Marshall, oh. bloody double double clickers, double bass drums. Did he have double clickers? Well, his kit does. I don't know whether he actually played them, but the kit that he's trying to sell. <laughs> he's one of my favourite drummers ever. Cliff I love him. Like, he seems like a nice bloke on Facebook. And that guitar that, that that his brother Jeffrey had, that Les Paul Custom with the P90s in it, if I ever find one of them, I'm selling everything I own to get one. Mm. Mm. Anyway. Uh, well, yeah, you so could probably Cameron... buy that actual guitar the way they sell stuff. <laughs> Clifford's no, uh, selling that actual drum kit. I think Jeffrey's a little more 
a little more hinged. <laughs> Clifford seems to be into karate. <laughs> Anyone that's into, sorry, all my karate he's nuts. friends out there, but if you're into karate, he's... <laughs> he'd have samurai swords on the oh, wall and all kinds. He'd bring of all that stuff back from Bali and shit. And you'd go around to his house like for a cup of tea, and he'd, he'd put a bottle of water on the on the coffee table and chop it in half. <laughs> Show you how sharp it was. And, and then, then <laughs> you'd be there getting something out of the fridge for him. He'd come, come up behind you and put a pressure point thing on. You'd wake up the next week. No, no, where you no, are. no kidney. Yeah, you don't know where you are because Clifford's pinched you on the bottom of your ear. <laughs> One of those blokes. And his house would fucking stink. Stink like cat piss. <laughs> like cat piss. And wet clothes. Oh. Poor Jeez. Clifford. Anyway, anyway um, Kings of the Sun, go check them out on uh, Spotify. Uh, drop the gun. That's your entry point. And yeah, then just go from course. there. You can a, go to Serpentine. That was a that. hit. Yeah. Uh, Joe Arrow may switch to lock <laughs> if Cameron Murray is out. And Davey Moali could come in. Oh, uh, I like Moali. Moale. 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 Michael Cheekan. <clears throat> Speaking of bloody journey, man. Damien Cook returns after overcoming COVID. Well done, Damien. Oh, world's shortest COVID bout. Saliva Havili goes to the interchange bench and Peter Mamazoulis, Mamazelis. He played good, actually, He last was all week. right. Yeah, he, um, I actually, he, I thought he was uh, Ilias. The big end for the Rabbitohs, though, is Campbell Graham's back, which pushes Jackson Parlour out of the... Out of the team. Poor old Jackson hasn't had a good run in the last few weeks. <laughs> What'd you have for dinner? Wheat bix. <laughs> <laughs> I had a big, oh, gorgeous big risotto with oh, garlic yeah. and everything. So that explains me burping and carrying on. I can't, I don't think I've ever had the wheat bix burps. Yeah. Well, maybe I have. I think it's the water. There's something in this 7 Eleven water that you're supplying these days. Oh, yeah. Well, you're more than welcome to bring around a slab of mm. whatever your chosen water is. I don't buy water in bottles, mate. It comes out of the tap. Yeah, it does. It does. I just don't know. I know you it. need it here for your clients. Quite, <laughs> yeah. I've had a lot of clients, actually, lately. I've been buying lights, coloured <laughs> lights, trying to jazz up the room a bit. It's a bit grey. Uh, I can't see <clears throat> who's going to win this. Rabbitohs. I don't know. The Roosters could easily flog them. Rabbitohs got soundly beaten there, and everyone was chirping. I, I just want to. I just want the Roosters. And sorry, Uncle Rodney and whoever else goes for the Roosters out there. You were pretty bloody chirpy though on the weekend, weren't you? Chirping away. Because let's be honest, they got flogged last week. Who the Rabbitohs? Yeah. Oh, horrible. They weren't even in the event. They weren't anywhere near it. I don't think they're going to play that bad again. Surely not. What's happened before? There's a bit of history about. It, it happens quite a bit where one team will play either in the finals or last round into the finals and, oh. and the re- result will get reversed. Oh. Do you think it's, if if the Roosters get beaten, is that a good year for the Roosters? Because you've got to remember most people at the start of the year were tipping them to win the comp easy. Yeah, because this is a knockout, isn't it? This is well, after, do or die. Yeah, because so, yeah, so. remember 2021, everybody had the excuses for the Roosters about all the injuries and and and, and, and just, so they got given a bit of a pass mark. Oh. And 2020, they got knocked out by the Raiders and yeah, that was another so, excuse fest then. Well, yeah, but this year they said, everyone's back on deck, there's no excuses, they've got all the talent in the world and they should win the comp. And they were not in the eight until 
three weeks yeah, ago. I know. They only just ago. kind of slipped in as well. Everyone's saying the Raiders slipped in. Well, admittedly, uh, they've they, they, they've they come happen. into the eight on the back of some amazing form. Well, will everyone be saying that they've lost Fitzgibbon and he was a huge part of their success? I don't know. What are they going to say? I think the Rabbitohs will win, though. There you go. I mm. don't think Cody Walker can play as bad as he did. I don't think Latrell can play as bad as he did. I don't think, and they got Campbell Graham back. They got bloody admittedly they got bloody Tass, Tass, Tass in the. He's not a great player. I just think if their forwards get rolled again like they did last week, if if Lodge and Wari Hargreaves get over the top of them again, then Kiri's just going to run right, and it doesn't uh, matter who they've got in the back line. But you look at those. You look at uh, Kaloa, Kaloa Matangi, and Tatola and Nichols. Yeah, they won't take a backward step, but I don't think they're as good. They, they not, need a bit a, more sting. They're not as week. good a player as the Roosters front rowers, and the only the only weakness I can see in the Roosters is in their centres, which I don't think the Rabbitohs have got. Oh, Campbell Graham, I suppose now that he's back can cause a bit of trouble for them because Momorowski, let's face it, is the world's world's worst defender, despite what Greg Alexander says. Hmm, pretty similar bench too. Hmm. I don't know. Tough one. Rabbitohs for me. It'll be a good way to round out the weekend. Won't it? Mm. Well, and I just I just wish the best for everybody, no matter who you go for. I just wish the best for you and hope you have a terrific weekend watching finals footy. That was fun, wasn't it? What, what, is, what time is it? 8.30? I've got to get up in like three hours or something. God damn it. It's a good... And, and thank you, everybody, that asked what was going on. And we we, we really appreciated that people... And we we'll wanted be, the show back. We'll be back with our sister podcast, Oz Rock Rated, very soon once yeah. somebody does their homework. Well, I've, I've been busy doing other stuff. You haven't well, really, no, well, no, the thing is, is when you've got to learn songs, I've been doing um, fill-in gigs. Yeah, but and that's when not... you've got to learn songs, you can't, you can't clutter that, your mind with other songs. That's, that's what it's been. That's though, is it? That's what I meant to say. Why don't you just get an iPad with the words on it like I do? No, well, the thing is, is I'm playing with people that you can't just rock up and... and they're not playing Summer of 69 and oh. all that. You know, they're playing originals and stuff and you got to do, do the work. Oh. I don't even know why I'm doing it. <laughs> well, I need the money. It's simple. <laughs> it's about, I need to make some money. Minimum wage. Oh. Like me. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, I've right, got to go and make minimum wage at the fucking casino tomorrow night. God damn. Well, at least you know your rep. And your mind's not cluttered Do up I? with other stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the bloke came up to me on Sunday and said, what's on that iPad, mate? And I said, oh, all my words and stuff. And he said, "He said, oh, you only just started doing it. And I said, no, I've been doing it for 30 years. <laughs> Same oh, songs for 30 oh, years. Weak as piss. Oh, who can be bothered, though? Seriously. Weak I, I read. The, I was reading the band... The band, like musicians, wanted page on Facebook to suffer. Oh my god! I'm glad I'm old and washed up now. I don't have to go through it any. Oh, you're still doing it? No, but I auditioning. No, but I, I'm lucky. I, I'm in a. Without sounding like an idiot, I'm a bit above that grade. Drummer wanted for oh, for yeah, rock they, and roll four piece. Yeah, must be willing to to. Rehearse twice a week in Rockingham. We got our own space. <laughs> God, 
when I moved here, I couldn't get enough of that stuff. But geez, must now be committed. Bloody, yeah, no time wasted. Must have own gear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Anyway, good luck oh. to all those people that are out there having a jam on the weekend. Good on you. Yeah, I wish. Like, part of me wishes I was. I was hungry. Uh, yeah, with the excitement and the possibility. Yeah, like I the, know. I know. Yeah, the possibility. I wish I could go into that room that's one meter away and just sit there and play drums for fun. I just, I just don't. I, I, I don't touch I my guitar. Work. Oh yeah. no, stupid, isn't it? Oh no, we have got some original music coming out soon, though, don't we? We do. We stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. We'll, we'll do an we'll do an Ozrock rated on forty six brigade one day. Jesus, yeah, there's been a lot of releases. EP oh. coming out. Anyway, I've been go wonderful. Yeah, I've got to edit this. Thanks, everybody. You do not. You've just got to cut out the bits where you burp too much. <laughs> oh, I've got to edit. Oh, no, well, just... you know what the hard part about this is, is writing the blurb, coming up with something oh. witty. That's the hard part. The editing's easy. Don't you just wake up at three in the morning and go, got it, <laughs> just tap it out. <laughs> no, because no, you've got to do it in here on the on the Anchor uh-huh. program, and uh, thanks to all our good people at Anchor, and we might set up that Patreon page. <laughs> Slip is five bucks a week and we can buy some burp-free water <laughs> for old fucking precious pooch over here. You were the, you were the one who started it. <laughs> no, I was burping up bloody risotto. Oh. Not well, water. Bur- <laughs> yeah, burp up water. <laughs> what, too many chemicals in the water. Too many vitamins. <laughs> well, at least oh. I was doing burping up beautiful big... Beautiful chorizo. We've gone too long. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. We will come back next week and yeah. review all those games, I suppose. Some Hopefully, one. with some good news for everybody. Yeah. Well, someone's not going to have any good news. Goodbye. The bottle, let me down. And let you never come around. You want friend that thought at Let me down